Hello, and welcome to Soulful Soundbites, a weekly podcast where you learn practical and relatable ways to nourish your soul. My name is Erica Smigelski, a depth hypnosis and applied shamanic practitioner and host of Soulful Soundbites. Thanks for joining me today. Let's begin. Hello, friends. Today is Friday, January 7th. And while my podcast doesn't launch until February 2nd, I feel compelled to start recording today. And the topic I'm covering is my decision to take a break from drinking alcohol. And while I'm not in love with alcohol being one of my first topics for this podcast, it feels relevant and timely. So here we go. Let me start by providing a bit of context around this decision to break from drinking. This is an idea that I've been toying with for a good year or so as I look at my relationship to drinking. While I'd say I'm a casual drinker, there are Saturdays and Sundays when I wake up feeling less than a million bucks and sometimes even forgetting conversations. And I've noticed how hard it was to parent those mornings and how long it took me to get my day started. I was absolutely horrified and embarrassed a couple of times that our daughter saw me after having one too many drinks. I realized that's not the model I want for my girls, which also became the trigger for me to look closer and really examine my relationship to alcohol. When I started looking at what attracts me to drinking, it was clear as day. I became reliant on a glass of wine or a cocktail to help me slip into the weekend. The weekend was my time to unwind with wine. And somehow I began to think that I couldn't relax and settle into the weekend without a drink. This was my first aha. I also recognized how important it is to have a meaningful conversation and nurture meaningful relationships and friendships. And while a social setting indeed allows for that, I began to see that conversations were more open after a couple of drinks, but were also really messy. I witnessed a dear friend express her feelings that clearly had been percolating for some time in a way that was hurtful and quite shocking. Shoot, I've even participated in those messy conversations in a way that was not true reflection of me and my being. This was my second aha. But my biggest aha was a camping trip last year with several families. With day drinking leading into night drinking, I went from, whoa, that's enough, water from here on out, Erica, to full on, I am a hot mess in front of my super sensitive daughter and her sweet friend. This one hit me like a Mack truck. This is not the role model I want to be for my daughter or her friends, and it's time to look at my drinking habit. Yes, it's New Year. Yes, New Year resolutions are being set left and right, but that's not what this is about. This is about having a fresh start to try something different. So that's the context behind my decision to take a break. I'm not sure how long I plan to put my drinking on ice, pun intended, and I'm unsure if it's forever, but it's for now, and that feels good. So January 1st was my last glass of wine. And today's Friday, my first Friday sans alcohol. And I gotta say, I'm noticing this ingrained tendency 
that when Friday rolls around and I'm feeling full or exhausted, I'm ready to just relax and coast into the weekend. And that usually has been escorted with a cocktail or a glass of wine. Interesting observation, right? So I'm feeling a little out of sorts right now. I'm feeling vulnerable, anxious, and a bit excited at the same time. I'm not going to lie. There's also a part of me that's questioning what the heck I'm doing and asking me, is this really what I want to do? I hear those parts and thank them for wanting to protect the pathway that has mm, historically allowed me to transition from weekday to weekend. So instead, my plan is to stir up a mocktail and celebrate my decision to take a break. After all, I've been mulling this over for a good couple of years. Okay, so what pushed me over the edge to get to this decision? A book that talked about drinking without shame. That's what did it. It's called This Naked Mind by Annie Grace. She describes one who chooses to stop drinking as taking their power back and unwinding themselves from the attachment or even addiction to alcohol. There's nothing about humiliation or browbeating in her book. Instead, she focuses on the facts and weaves in a spiritual thread on this topic. I invite you to read it if you're traveling a similar path and realizing the impact of alcohol on your life. Just this morning, I was reminded how much alcohol has become a part of my life because one of our daughters said, I really like Fridays, but I miss our happy hours. And thanks to COVID, happy hour has become a common term in our house and begs further discussion. At the beginning of 2020, a few girlfriends and I got on Zoom and had a happy hour on a Friday evening. Unfortunately, it really felt like a sad hour. And by the end of the discussion, I decided I was not going to attend any more sad hours as I could simply turn on the news for that. So in that moment, I chose to move away from living in fear and dwelling on what's not working and move towards an outdoor happy hour on a late Friday afternoon where we bring a camp chair and a cocktail to sit in the driveway, of course, six feet apart, and share what is working for us. It was lovely, it was uplifting, and it became a ritual since it provided a sense of community during a shelter-in-place and help transition the work week to the weekend, which if you recall, was quite blurred when nearly everyone was working remotely. Our Friday happy hours bloomed into more neighbor friends joining, kids and adults outside playing, and more drinks flowing. It was an outlet for many and served many different needs. It carried us through several shelter and places It moved with us through the seasons and became a normal practice in our neighborhood. So normal that the kids adopted the term happy hour as quickly as they adopted a new Roblox game. What they enjoy is everyone is chill, relaxed, and having fun. They see everyone enjoying each other's company, playing games, um, cornhole anyone, ordering in dinner, and simply being my inner kid totally gets it. This time, I want to achieve that same feeling without drinking. We'll see how it goes. I'm optimistic, skeptical, and even suspicious. But
But most of all, I'm tremendously hopeful to experience life when I can feel all the feels. I can be with friends and family fully as myself. I can notice those things that perhaps I didn't see before. And maybe I invite others to entertain joining me on this experiment. I gotta say, this is not my intention, as I'm not looking to impact anyone other than myself, with the exception of our daughters, to show them that life can be just as amazing without alcohol, especially as they enter their teenage years. And since pondering this decision, I've become quite intrigued by the consumerism around alcohol. While I've learned drinking is the number one reason for the cause of death in the United States, this just blows me away. I might as well be drinking motor oil. That's not my reference. That's Annie Grace's reference in her book. But think about that. I mean, it's pretty much equivalent to drinking poison to numb your senses. Speaking of numbing senses, I would even argue gaming and social media are other devices that numb your senses. But that's another topic for another episode. Anyhow, similar to many things in life, including your healing journey, once you pay attention and put an intention on something, you become more porous and susceptible to noticing and even feeling more. Interesting, right? So I'm floored at just how many commercials and advertisements exist that promote drinking. They imply drinking's fun or sexy or even sophisticated. I also notice how striking the bottles are and how pretty the glass looks when lined up in the grocery store aisles. Anyway, so returning to my intention and what I hope to accomplish by taking a break from drinking, there's really two things. One is hands down, I want to show our daughters through my actions and expressions how one can live fully and transition into a state of happiness and feel relaxed without having a drink. And my other intention or the other part of my intention is just really connecting with what happens when I link my inner experiences, not only would I be congruent with my being, I wonder how different does that bridge between my inner and outer worlds flow and how easily can I tap into this inner knowing when I have a secure bridge? I wonder whether I'll find it even more natural and effortless to express my authentic, vulnerable feelings. I also wonder when walking between the worlds as referenced in shamanism, does it feel different? perhaps more calm and serene. So here we are. It's Friday and I'm stepping into the weekend sans alcohol the first time in a while. While trepidatious, it also feels freeing. And I'll leave you with that. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Soulful Soundbites. You can learn more by joining the Soulful Soundbites community on MightyNetworks.com. By joining, you can submit topic ideas, ask questions, share experiences related to recent episodes, and be a part of a soulful community with like-minded beings. Meanwhile, if these shows resonate with you, I invite you to leave a review on your favorite platform and share the podcast with a friend. And with that, I send you with love, 
light, and gratitude. See you next time.